Contrary to what the name suggests, Russian Imperial Stout was originally brewed in 18th century England. The name evolved as the Russian Imperial Court developed an early appreciation for this big, intense brew and provided an eager export market. It's been speculated that no one had a greater appreciation for this rich, roasty elixir than Rasputin, the mystic wag and favorite of the ladies of the court, who was the ultimate downfall of Tsar Nicholas II. Rasputin is probably best remembered for his dramatic exit. Having been deemed politically expendable, he was fed poisoned wine and tea cakes by his rivals. Surviving that, he was shot several times, whereupon he attacked his assailants. He finally succumbed when bound and stuffed through a hole in the ice to drown in the river Neva. Legends that attribute his tenacity to his appetite for Russian imperial stout are unproven. But the Cold Cans boys, joined by special guest Spencer Morris, bring a tenacious appetite indeed for North, Co- North Coast Brewing Company's Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout. We're back. We're drinking Russian stout. I don't know why I busted into a song at the beginning of this episode. Welcome to the show, Spencer. Thanks. Thanks Th- for having me. Thank you for bringing the beer to us. Uh, you you came with this idea. Seattle has been 85 degrees. We always open up the show with weather. So we're yeah. going to talk a little. We're going to do 25 minutes on weather before we jump into the beer. Seattle has been 85 or fucking 90 degrees for the last, like, month. And today... It was like there was a bite in the air. There was some college football on the TV, mm. and you brought us this old Rasputin stout. So it was the perfect time to bring it. Yeah, yeah, it worked out quite well. It sure did. So it this is sure I, did. this is my first sip ever of this beer. I think that's only other happened Cheers, once boys. in the podcast. Cheers. Cheers. So uh, well, hold on. Let's take the sip. Ooh, right. That that's is tasty. That is tasty full of meat. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I don't know. I'm going to have to form an opinion throughout this whole thing. So what brought, what uh, made you bring Old Rasputin to us today? So I just had a, my first time having it, I was, uh, I was given a sampler of a bunch of random beers for Christmas one year. Um, I was up in snowy Minnesota Mm. and the first one I cracked into was an Old Rasputin, didn't know anything about it. And I took a sip and I said, oh my God, this is, this is the best beer I've ever had. Do you do you maintain that uh, opinion today? I do. Really, I do. So this is I, your this favorite beer. This is my beer. favorite beer. Oh, do you regret saying "Oh my God" around Christmas time using the Lord's <laughs> name in vain? Do you hold to that as well? We're a we are we're a in Seattle, deeply religious right? show at the Cold Cans Podcast. I have, I have no regrets. We're in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, it, it changes you out here, you know. Yeah. Uh, my first impression was not that it's my, the favorite beer I've ever had, but I have never been like. Stout, when I first had it, I think I had Guinness, so I was eased into baby stout. Oh, you mm-hmm. grimaced. You don't like Guinness. Oh, no, no. It's just, I don't know. It's good. You like stout? Grimace for Guinness. No. I Yeah, I like it. You do? Yeah. When I first had it, I had the impression that I was drinking somebody's old spitter, like a chew mm. spitter. And so f- forever, that image has been locked in my mind, so I avoid stouts. But this one's the good in particular. cup of the gods. Yeah, That's sure. what stout is. <laughs> yeah. I guess as you get older, we've talked about this, you kind of grow a taste for bitterness and stuff like that earthy so. flavors that's what yeah. i like about it yeah. it's earthy mm. yeah you appreciate it it is thick yeah it's with two c's <laughs> <laughs> it's no like you said it's meaty 
It, uh, yeah. I mean, 9% alcohol will do that to you. And that's going to put us on our asses. Oh, yeah. After one, I'm going to probably be pretty fucking drunk. This is like, like I said, if I was drinking this during the summer, I, this is pu- purely like it would, by it, the fire, snowy Minnesota winter, oh, yeah. that type of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. But it, it's, yeah, my first impressions that it's good. I, I, I think this is going to be one of those, like you can drink a Bud Light can and your first impression is going to be your last impression. I need to see how I feel from yeah. tip to taint on this bottle. <laughs> Have you, is there a difference in drinking it like ice cold or like, do you drink a stout warm typically? Do you know? Uh, not warm, but I've never drank one warm. Um, you always drink beer warm. Oh. The listeners yeah, you, should know you went to college with us, and Spencer would heat up the oven right before the party and gotta, pop a couple of rolling rocks in there. Preheat it. Is that a true story? No, no. no. Oh, okay. One time we did. Okay. We 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 as a joke because Spencer always we would like refuse. Spencer was really big into like refrigerator economics, and so he'd be like, "I, I only get one." Etiquette. We had yes, we had one fridge for eight people. Oh wow! So my space was a cheese drawer. That's so I had eggs and cheese. So etiquette and economics in that he had a tiny little space. Yeah. So what we did is we did inverse of room size. Oh. Spencer always drew the lo- the 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 long straw. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Spencer always drew the best room. So he always had the best room, but that means you get the cheese tray. Therefore, no beer can go in the cheese tree. At most one one can. And so Spencer always drank warm beer. And so we used Did to you make ever? jokes that Spencer would throw it in the oven before <laughs> before a party. Set the oven to 330 yeah. degrees. I'm getting drunk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> would you ever consider swapping your nice room for a better fridge spot? You're a, you're a big cook. You like to cook. I am now, but you weren't in a then? dirty college house. Mm. Okay. Nah. But maybe you weren't because all you had was a cheese tray. That's very Maybe possible. if the whole time. Chicken or the cheese. Egg or the cheese. <laughs> cheese or the egg. There it is. There it is. You had eggs and cheese. You got there. Boom. <laughs> Not everything could be a brilliant moment of insight like Parable or Terrible, which I'm still reeling over how good that was. I don't Hulk think I'll ever compete. is bowing yeah. down. Oh, hashtag Parable or Terrible. Um, so, yeah, that... We should probably loop back on the cold open as I was reading it. Let's loop back. So sometimes these cold opens, you you started by like writing these or we'll find like, we'll piece together a Wikipedia page. This is all written on the box of a four pack or six pack of, it's a four pack. Four pack. Four pack of Old Rasputin. It was all on the box. I was reading it. I was like, holy shit, this is intense. No, that's what I was, I was, uh, Nick was over here looking at the Wikipedia article. Mm -hmm. And when I saw him get to the section about his death. I was like, ooh, this is the good part. <laughs> so is there more bit. to it than just the paragraph that I read? So like, so he was poisoned and thrown poisoned, into shot. ice. I also heard stabbed at one point. Uh, yeah, and then thrown into the river. And then there are people who would say he survived that. Um, so he, oh, so based they, on some various probably not legitimate evidence. Yeah. Was that part of his mystique is that he's like Jesus and can come back or something? Oh, like I, I a, don't know about the coming back, but no, like, but like just he's like Tupac and, from... and Elvis, like they're all alive. Rasputin, Tupac, so, Elvis, and Chris Farley are on an island. Somewhere. But it's got to be either he was not attacked in any of these ways and he's still alive, or do people think he survived oh, think every people, one of those attacks? People think that he just went into the river and washed up somewhere else, still alive. Oh, and was and then just carried out the rest of his life in exile. Yeah. So like, decided what, to be a blogger, drinking Russian imperial stuff. Right. Well. 
legends, I, I love that they kind of like back off. They, they write this really cool tale, and then the last paragraph is legends that attribute his tenacity to his appetite for Russian imperial stout are unproven. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you write that? Why would you just say lawyers, it's definitively man? Definitively true. Yeah. And Spencer, by the way, is on the show because he's legal yeah. counsel for uh, Sufjan Stevens. Because uh, we've been stealing song, his, right. we've been stealing his song at the top of the show for well, all twenty four yeah. episodes. So Astute far. listeners will remember the episode we talked about copyright and <laughs> admitted our own faults, as Older Sputin does on this on mm-hmm. this bottle. But uh, your legal counsel for Suvian and you were going to sue us, weren't you? You know, I was. Uh huh. Um, I still am. What well, oh, oh shit! I don't <laughs> well, know. Our lawyers. You, yeah. you guys looked so hopeful. I like kind of didn't want to. <laughs> Yeah, well, you, you've also been a giant, apart from being his lawyer, you're the biggest Sufjan fan I know, mm-hmm. and are the reason that we discovered this song. I heard it at your apartment once oh. in a party, and I oh. was like, oh, that would be a good podcast song. And then, well, the rest is history, folks. <laughs> it's, it's in the books, folks. <laughs> the rest is history, more like it. <laughs> I don't get it. Also on this bottle, it says, never say die on the top. It's like the Goonies. Yeah, well, let's get into our listeners' favorite portion of the show. Breaking down the design of the bottle. Yeah! Um, Older Sputin has a very strange and terrifying image of him. Yeah, those eyes. The those eyes, eyes the you. hand. Is mm. that is that meaningful in any way? We should have done more research potentially. So basically, <laughs> it's a bearded Russian man. I mean, really, the Mystic Wag, who himself, unmistakable. the Mystic Wag himself. <laughs> Uh, the titular Do we want Rasputin. to talk about what wag comes from? Let's do yeah. that. Interesting I, background. I was worried I was going to mispronounce it because I've never heard that word before. Yeah, not in that context for certain. Um, apparently, it's a noun meaning person who makes facetious jokes. And it stems from, likely stems from a mid-16th century word called uh, that was waghalter, which referred to a young man or mischievous boy. And it was also mm. used as a term of endearment to an infant. Um, mm. Or no, that's all wag. And then waghalter is where that came from, and that meant person likely to be hanged. <laughs> oh, which is kind of prophetic. To the, uh, He wasn't hanged, but he was ultimately he was, murdered. Yes, the same result. Allegedly. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, so he's looking on very ominously. He's looking right at you as mm. you drink the beer. He's kind of holding his hand in some way that's like he's anointing you or blessing you of some sort. Yeah. Um, and yeah, his eyes are piercing. And it's kind of this like creepy Blessing you with a boner. <laughs> Those piercing eyes. <laughs> so he gave Nick a boner and, uh, but no, it is like, it's this creepy image that you think might start moving. Like he might wink at me if I stare mm. at this for long enough. And if I drink enough of this fucking meat stout, I'm going to He's going to start He's going to wink and yeah, then I'm going to get a boner. Sorry, mom, if you're listening again. <laughs> One thing I do want to note is that I love like, we drink so much of this mass market beer. My beer is literally like mislabeled. Like the top label that goes around sort of the, the oh, neck yeah. of the bottle is like crooked and wrong, which is great. Mm-hmm. It means like somebody Gets apparently me stuck this. <laughs> Gives me a boner. No, I, I don't get it. Uh, we we got to steer this away. That's my, that was my bad. I put it down I put it down that boner avenue and we got to bring it back. Yeah, we'll bring it back. Again, I apologize, Mom. Uh, but I love the uh, labeling. It doesn't have sort of the... The old style, uh, not old style, sorry, PBR or, or Budweiser, like classic labeling, but it's very unique. Maybe the most unique label, uh, I guess we did like Deschutes Swevelhead Red was very unique and had a history. Had but meaning, this thing yeah. is fucking badass. It's cool. And Cold Cans Nation, we'll get a picture on uh, all your favorite social networks. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. No, we're not on Facebook. Don't follow us there. <laughs> Um, but okay, so now I'm four, now I've passed the neck of the bottle. I'm into like drinking through the label and I'm really warming up to this beer. Mm. I don't know if As the, the history's warms, got me warm. going. 
I, I got have a, a little boner. insight on the temperature. Come on. <laughs> it says it's best served at 50 degrees. That's Fahrenheit, folks. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. So is I've that... been doing it wrong. So it is supposed and to be warm. it's still my favorite beer. Well, I guess that is slightly chilled. That's a tough one to get, 50 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, yeah, take it out of the fridge, let it sit there for, what, 15 minutes? And right. And start drinking it? Which I guess makes sense. A lot of these stouts are, like, kind of designed, again, to sort of warm you up almost, which is strange And there's for just so much flavor in there. I think anything that has flavor is meant to be, like, warmer. You know, like ice cream, they say, like, you can't get the full flavor until it's, like, a little bit melted. Yeah. Or there's, like, I feel soft, like you brought that soft. up on the show before. I th- we, maybe a Parable or Terrible, we should get uh, a half-melted ice cream. We should. Speaking of Parable or Terrible, we... Regret to inform Cold Cans Nation. Um, I'm sorry. Please continue to subscribe. But we don't have a parable or terrible this week because the grocery store was backed up or something. Hey, I went to the grocery store to get a parable or terrible. I was going to get a nice cheesecake because I read that you can pair that with a a, like a rich beer like this would go well with a creamy uh, creamy substance. If only we could find out. If only we knew because I go to the grocery store, my local grocer. And there's a line 60 deep for the uh, checkout. And I'm like, I'm not waiting in this. I ain't got time today. <laughs> and so I, I walked right out of the store. Uh-huh. Well, Spencer, Grocery stores piss me off. Grocery stores. Spencer has a conspiracy theory about this. You want to divert? Oh, boy. All right. We're going into it. Uh, Are we going to do it? Okay. Let's do so it. So they came out with self-checkout. Uh-huh. And overall, I think people don't really like it. Um, millennials like it. I love self-checkout. Oh, I don't. I love self-checkout 150 items if I have to. I'll, oh, sp- yeah. I'll spend six hours there. I don't <laughs> oh, have to talk yeah. to somebody. And I will ring up every single organic piece of produce <laughs> as the cheapest <laughs> other piece of produce that is uh, that you pay by weight for. Gala, gala apples are 39 cents a pound that week. All of my produce yeah. is a gala apple. <laughs> Nick bought 15 pounds of gala, oh, gala apples. apples. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, so, please continue. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to derail you. So... For the most part, people don't like self-checkout. Yeah. Well, and, hey, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and, and then, you know, it's been out for a little while. And obviously stores want self-checkout because yeah. then they don't have to pay more people. So automation I, taking I our think jobs. that they're purposely making the lines, they're, they're letting the lines get longer so people get sick of normal checkout. And want some sort of expedited way. Do you legitimately think this? Like, do, are they planting Not really. people? Not really. Because I, I kind of plant? like making conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Get a few old Rasputin's deep. <laughs> yeah, and liable to come if, up with some. If there's, a, if there's a lawsuit I can jump on board with, that's really what I'm looking for. Mm. Yeah. Uh, listeners, if you're looking for a class action lawsuit. Well, listeners, listeners, let's just move past this because we're potentially going to be at battle with Spencer as soon as this episode ends because he told us he's suing us. But how do you think they would accomplish this? Would they plant people in line or would they tell their checkout people to just move slow, be sloth-like? It, they they wouldn't have to plan people in line, right? I, the I, the demand comes to you. I don't think I'm prepared to defend this because it is a really <laughs> just poor conspiracy theory. Spoken like a true lawyer. It's true. <laughs> so so you were a true lawyer away, indeed. You were driven away by uh from Parable or Terrible and buying cheesecake because of these goddamn grocery stores. That's right. Is there anything in, I could do about that? If you're looking for solutions to all these problems, your marriage is falling apart. Your kids hate you. Our lawyer's advice is <laughs> what he's about to say will not solve your Well, marriage. there's one solution, and that's Blue Apron, baby. 
Have you guys heard of Blue Apron? Of course you have. You know it. It's the easy solution. It's your alternative to sitting at the grocery store with your thumb up your butt for 30 minutes in the checkout line. You got all the food for your week <laughs> delivered straight to your door. That's S-T-Y-D, straight to your door. Straight. I would use a two. It's fun to use a two when S-T- you're doing it. S-T-2-D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S-T-2-D. That's fun to say. Sure. We're going to make this 30-second read goal a full two <laughs> minutes as we debate acronyms. But hey, you want to save time, and how about some money as well? <laughs> Go to coldcanspodcast.com slash blue apron, and you can take 30 bucks off that first order. Uh, we've had dozens of listeners use this promo code. We're talking dozens. <laughs> Joey and I eat caviar every goddamn <laughs> night with all the money we make off this. This sponsorship deal. <laughs> hey, you guys want to hear what what's on the menu this week for Blue Apron? Divulge. Would any of it pause if any of it would pair well with an older Rasputin? Oh, I will because there is something. I think I think it's Russian. I don't. Fucking, we'll we gonna, see. We'll are, see. Are we going to do a digital parable or terrible? Is that what's oh, going to yeah. happen here? It's okay. the Blue Apron Can brought to you. It. Parable or terrible brought, brought to you by, by Blue, Blue apron. apron. All right. Hey, we're kind of with stuff off the cuff. We'll edit that <laughs> out. Okay. The, uh, how about <clears throat> this for the menu this week, guys? Huh? You want to check out the Guest Chef series? <laughs> yes. Well, they've got seared steaks and roasted potatoes with a little balsamic glazed mushrooms. Not bad. How about ancho chili chicken tacos? How about seared salmon and mustard vinaigrette? Uh, and for our Russian fans out there, how about some fresh... Or no, that's not Russian. It's Italian. What? Gnocchi. Is that... What is that? Yeah, it's, it's Italian. Italian. Well, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> it's all in the shit. You could pair uh, Imperial Stout with any of that. Hey, I want Russia to invade Italy. So this is how it connects. Fresh gnocchi... Straight off the Russian grill. Uh-huh. And summer squash. Does that pair well with this beer, Spencer? I, I'm still stuck on the Russia invading Italy thing. I know. Our I was going to go into Russian us. influence, and then I, I kind of steered away from it because the show's not political, all right? I think the bottom line is go to coldcanspodcast.com slash blue apron, is it not? You could take $30 off your first order. <laughs> For foods like pepper, onion, and olive pizza. <laughs> and how about a spiced frika and chickpea bowls? Mm, yes, please. Okay, that's the end of it. Go to coldcanspodcast.com slash blue and get $30 off your first order. Back to the show. Uh, oh, boy. Let's talk about Russian invasion, all right? <laughs> let's talk about Russian influence in the election and how it didn't definitively happen. Because Hillary came in. No, I'm not going to go in. Uh, oh, shit. I should have done all that. Jesse should have came in and done all that. We'll, we'll edit all that out. Yeah, what do you mean you? You mean Jesse. Of course. So, okay. Now I'm halfway. Now I'm three quarters of the way down. And... As the studio does when you have people in, it's getting a little hot in here. Mm. And we should touch on the fact that, like, this, I think every beer we've had, some of them pair well with, like, summer, like, hanging out on the patio. Like, maybe the Palisades pineapple, stuff like that. <laughs> should we, let's not get into it. <laughs> but uh, this one, I think, like, ex- like you you have to drink this in, a, like, a blustery day. You can't drink this in heat. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, while you're in heat. <laughs> <laughs> avoid at all costs. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. It's a. It seems like a nice winter. Like you're just hunkered down, writing your manifesto, and you want to crack open a cold one. Right. Which you're going to use this. It's weird because this is a California brewery, North Coast Brewing Company. So this is a brewery, and let's bring my journalistic. Uh, I hey, took a lot of last notes. time I checked, there's no coast on the north part of California. It touches Oregon. For God's sake. What now? Oh, the I got it. Okay. 
So North Coast Brewing Company. Nine percent's kicking my ass. Yeah. Has been has been founded. Was founded in 1988. Uh, headquartered in California. Um, the company's president and brewmaster acquired the rights. Mark Rudrick acquired the rights. Mark Ryerson. Uh, Mark Ryerson acquired the rights to Acme Beer in 1994. So the first beer that they actually still sell is called Acme Beer. Um, they actually sell a ton of beers. I expected kind of a small brewery like this to focus on like Old Rasputin and a few more. Um, Acme Beer was the first. They're the exclusive beer and major sponsor of the Monterey Jazz Festival, San Francisco Jazz. <laughs> Mendocino Jazz Festival in Oregon Jazz Party. So they're going after a particular demographic. Um, and they currently brew... What demographic is that, Jill? People who like jazz. They currently brew... Is like that, <laughs> Is that demography? <laughs> they currently brew about like... So they currently brew 26 different beers, which is insane for wow. that small of a brewery. Yeah. Where is it located? Like um, what city? So it is located in Fort Bragg, California. So... Northern part of California somewhere. Huh. Um, but they do, they brew a Grand Cru, they brew a Cru d'Or, they brew different types of uh, sour beers. So they kind of focus on more challenging beer types. They do have like nice. a couple Pilsners, but by far their most uh, well-regarded beer uh, that they brew is Old Rasputin, which has won 8,000 awards since it's been uh, around. It's an incredibly well-received beer. Old Rasputin, well-reputed. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Um, oh man! Th- what does Beer Advocate have to say? Hey, why don't we check the Beer Advocate rankings, Joe? Uh, you're gonna like this one, folks. This has a 95, which is world class from the BAs. Oh shit! So that, and the that Bros give it a 97, class? also world class. Wow, 95. So we we uh, I think the last beer we had that was that well reviewed. I don't think Spotted Cow was that well reviewed. No, might have been Roadbach Grand Cru. Yeah. yeah. So this is like in that echelon of beers. I got to admit, I didn't have the reaction. Like, Rodenbach Garakou, I did the same thing you did, Spencer. I took a drink, and I was like, this is probably the best beer I've ever drank. This, again, I don't know. Maybe it's just my aversion to stout. The Rodenbach Garakou, that's like a specific setting you have to be in to drink that, too. Mm-hmm. It was like wine-like almost. Absolutely. I think that's part of the problem. It's all so contextual. Yeah. Part of what Cold Can's nation values is sessionability, drinkability from anywhere. At Whole any times time. of year. <laughs> the millennials want... All their devices and availability at any time and any place. And my alcoholism does not change with the seasons, folks. (laughs) I need it all year round. So, yeah, this is so contextual. That's kind of like, to me, it gives a little bit of a knock. Um, But that said, I'm I'm approaching near the the bottom of the bottle and I'm, it's, it's going down. What about you guys? Yeah. Has this changed at all for you, Spenny? Like your, your admiration for it? Uh, no, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely, it's the first time I've, drinking it in, in like a fairly hot room mm, yeah um that's a new one for me <laughs> yeah uh but i did have it i mean i grew up in the midwest where you know it was winter for six months and yep. so this it it stuck right away like i knew nothing about it I was, it's so perfect with the snow and everything totally that yeah, discovery the like, in minnesota the serendipitous perfect. discovery that you had exactly. in the right time yeah. is big that's really cool yeah so i you know it's, it's part you know memory sentimental like that's everything, though. That's yeah. what these rankings are are supposed to reflect. So I think that's going to give it a bump. But mm, subjectivity, it, baby. Subjectivity is everything. But yeah, it it is very specific. Like you said, that winter. Because I love the feeling of fall. Just like throwing on a sweater. Again, this is like the first fall day in Seattle, which means rain, but it does also mean a nice crisp. It's football, and it was nice. I got to wear a crew neck sweater today, which is my favorite oh, thing to wear. That's important. Oh. 
felt good. Yeah, I, I have I got a sweater hanging on the coat rack right over there, and I can't yeah. wait to put it back on. A sweater Busted on the coat the, rack. Uh, <laughs> Joey was busting out the shawl neck sweater. Hey, uh, here's the, your the, fashion portion of the show, folks. Ca- caveat what is for dinner in the shawl neck sweaters, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Go to goldgadspodcast.com slash blue apron. <laughs> and if you want to donate. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, it just feels good. And, and so that's kind of put me in that, that mood and that's, that's nice. This, yeah, this tastes really good to me. Um, especially I'm in shorts and a t-shirt cause it's hot as hell in here, but, um, yeah, this is going down really well. Yeah. And I think it's probably approaching the like recommended temperature. It's probably at that like yeah, 50 degree mark so. now. Maybe that's why it's going down well. Do you have, <laughs> what it, do you got? It's, it's at 51 it's right now. Oh, 51. Oh, so it's still shit for one more degree. No, but yeah, like it's fifty now. Drink. Usually you Wait, have was, the inverse. Was that beer getting colder in this room? <laughs> yeah, he did that backwards. <laughs> Should have been forty nine to fifty. <laughs> He's a lawyer. He's got a keen ear for these things. He does. Your whole defense falls apart, Bucko. <laughs> um, yeah, like weirdly, if again, if you drink like a Bud Light or a Tecate or something, we had those forties of Tecate, and when we got oh. to the bottom of those. Like it wasn't good anymore, and this one's doing the opposite. It. It gets better with age. It does. I think. I think an earthy beer does that. Too. Yeah. It, you know, you you get more and more of the as it warms up. Like this one's like chocolatey, and it's got all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. No, I was gonna make a dumb bad joke. So please. <laughs> no. Continue. Now you have to make it. You made your bed. Make the joke. He said it's earthy and it gets better as it gets warmer. Uh, climate change? Have you heard of that? You think that's <laughs> oh, good, yeah. Spencer? You didn't even have a, huh? a joke structure. You just said the word climate change. <laughs> heard of it? Jeez, some sensitivity would be nice. But you don't even recycle, do you? Uh, yeah, Spencer, we all know he's the least green person there is. Uh, yeah, I, I think that sophistication Cold Cans Nation is going to appreciate. Because, you know, if you try this out, you go to the grocery store, you're listening to this podcast, um, Make sure that you're in a nice, like, cool setting wearing a sweater and you're really going to enjoy this. Speaking of Cold Cans Nation, do we open up that mailbag, folks? Open up the mailbag. Open up the mailbag. Open up the, open up the, open up the mailbag. Okay. So our first, oh, now we're directly stealing. (laughs) Our first uh, tweet of the day comes from at H underscore Muthig. I hope that's right. Uh, From Hunter Muthig. I see you at Cold Cans Podcast, releasing new episodes every Friday to put us all in the mood to destroy our lives. Hashtag well played. <laughs> please, destroy our lives. please, folks, listen responsibly. Uh, but thanks for tuning in and tune in every Friday. I think Hit that's subscribe. part of it, though. Like, we're going into the weekend and we like, God, I need a drink. Why not make all these other people drink, too? That's like every horror writer. I got all these fucked up thoughts in my mind. I'm going to put them on paper so other people have these fucked up thoughts. That's yeah. what we do with alcohol. Yeah, that's what we're going for. That's the premise of this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, um, Hunter. Yeah. Yes, thank you. And thanks for tuning in every Friday. Uh, at Stodiac tells us, hey, guys, long-time listener. Recent show was great, but one correction I have. Howie Schwab is no longer with ESPN, Stump the Schwab. He was laid off in 2013. Keep up the great work. <laughs> hey, at Stodiac, why don't you go fuck yourself? How about that? Uh, I, I think you got another another comment from a listener that you wanted to uh, read off related to last week's episode. Oh, sure. Joe, why don't I pull up that? other comment we had related to last week's episode um so some people are speculating that intern brian is actually the puppet master of this entire enterprise unfounded and we're disgusting 
we're merely uh, figurehead pawns in the Brian's game of chess. I think those are totally unfounded and insulting. Yeah, please uh, take that trash off of our feed. But we've also we beg I, of you. I reported them to my own lawyer. I and my lawyer will be speaking with you, Spencer, very soon. <laughs> um, but that will be uh, you will be in jail. Whoever said that, <laughs> we will find you. The other suggestion was that Colcans needs a mascot. Oh, well, from the same guy? The same, yeah. <laughs> please, please send us your submissions for the Cold Cans mascot. So we'll it, put it on all our social media. Yeah, yeah. If you're good at Photoshop, make a Cold Cans mascot. Oh, that would be so that fucking would be awesome. It would be great. That's all the mailbag I had, Joe. Now I have back one to last, you. I have one last mailbag, and this is from at Morris14Spencer. So this is somebody familiar. Spencer Morris tweets us, uh, thanks for reading out the rankings each week. I, I just get so darn forgetful. <laughs> well, Spencer, you're in luck, buddy, because we're moving to the rankings portion of the show, and I think I'm going to read the rankings from start to finish. Joe, you're our number one advocate for it. Uh, I, I don't think there's any proof that that's me. <laughs> That's well, true. Hey, and there's no Twitter retweets are not endorsements. <laughs> yeah. So are we going top to bottom or bottom to top? What do you, you know? Like? We're going tip to taint, taint, taint to tip. tip. All right. Taint to tip. It doesn't today, make folks. any sense to go tip to taint. So number 23 to number one, I will read. So yeah. the bottom two, I really don't see those two ever digging themselves out of that grave. <laughs> no, so, but we still have to read them each show. They're a unique tier. Uh, Smirnoff Ice and Odul's non-alcoholic beer. They're not going anywhere. They're buried. Uh, but then above like that, Mama. I think everything is, is, is malleable. So above that, we have Olympia, Budweiser, Miller Lite, Miller 64, Michelob Ultra, and Molson. I would classify all of those as like the shitty mass market beers, and that's why we kind of clump them all together. You're tearing up right now. You're tearing them. <laughs> I'm all teared up after 23 episodes looking back like this. It's like the finale of Seinfeld. Spoiler alert. Uh, Schaffenhofer Hefeweiss we'll and Grapefruit. We'll be in jail at the end of this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Schaffenhofer Hefeweiss and Grapefruit, Rolling Rock, PBR. I guess that kind of rounds out that shitty mass market thing. Then we have Eyinger Brew Ice. Eyinger. The beer we was supposed to be good, and we said, fuck that. Now, we'd hope Old Rasputin doesn't take the same fate have you burped once this show joe no this is the end of this is going down extremely well i'm savoring this last drink uh, palisades pineapple and tecate let's call that the mistake tandem oh my god <laughs> and then above that we have blatt's sierra nevada torpedo extra ipa rainier or, or s-n-t-e-i and then probably our most talked about beer on this show rainier um uh, follow uh Going up the list, we have Crikey IPA, Blue Moon, Kona Longboard, Deschutes Swivelhead Red, Rodenbach Grand Crew, another challenging beer, and then our number one beer of all time in the history of beer, Spotted Cow. Um, where we, Joe, we had a Spotted Cow earlier today, actually. We there did. We, we did a little day drinking during uh, some college football, and it was a wonderful beer. It went down well. The spoils of victory. It sure is. So I think, as always, when a guest joins the show, we put the onus on the bonus. And Spencer, I teared it up for you. Did you find somewhere this beer belongs? You know, I'm going to be, it's not really fair asking me, but yeah. I, I have that feeling for Spotted Cow. So I slotted in at number two. Okay. So you're right up at the top. Right, but up, you right up at the top. But I don't want to give it number one just because Spotted Cow is a special thing to me too. Mm-hmm. You know, it was that beer that like I was getting into getting into micro brews and yeah. you know all that stuff and i was like oh this is this is great yeah and you went to wisconsin with I us so wisconsin, you have all of that with you grew yeah. up in wisconsin yeah all that 
I I think two is a, a fair ranking. Have uh, you have you had Roanbach Grand Cru? I don't believe I have. Okay. Do you like sour beers? His uh, fan that, feedback has been mixed on Rodenbach Grand Cru. I love had it. some mixed. Yeah. Nick loved I'm, it. I'm, it's. It, I have to be in the mood for it, and I'd Just say like I'm, this. I'm in the mood for it like less than ten percent of the time. Whereas okay. this, ten percent of your entire life, or ten <laughs> yeah, percent of my entire life. I, oh, as, as I was like a twelve year old, I was like, all right, uh, you know, uh, this month I'm in the mood yeah. for a sour. <laughs> Spencer had a fucked up childhood. <laughs> yeah. His dad would go and buy him. Okay, uh, okay, he's in the mood for a sour. Um, I think that's you know that's a good segue back to this beer. It, it's so specific. And since Nick had a fucking shit fit the other week, I'll go first with the host rankings. I appreciate the number two ranking. <clears throat> Again, Stout doesn't do it for me. I have that childhood memory. I've also accidentally drink take a drink out of drink out of a spitter before. Oh no. Yeah, that's Story why time. I had that feeling. When did that happen? How old were you? It was a high school party I was at. Like, I set my, I think I was, our lawyers advise us this is purely an entertainment show. Um, and you, when I was in high yeah, school, I certainly wasn't you must have been 18 drinking. if there was even tobacco there. I never said I was in high school. I said I was at a high school party. <laughs> <laughs> no. Think about those high school girls. <laughs> so, no, I, so it was, it, was a, it was a high school party and I sat like my, cup down like on a windowsill or something like that and then I was talking or whatever and I grabbed what I thought was my cup was not my cup I took a small drink out of a spitter and really genuinely mm. saw uh, the edge of death for mm. the first time in my life um, I, I grew up a lot that night but yeah. anyway that's what put that like that taste in my mouth so I can't shake that and therefore I don't think I can reach Spencer at two I would slot this somewhere <clears throat> unfortunately down by like it feels comfortable next to that Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA, but I like that a lot. Uh, I think this is a little more sophisticated than that. So if I continue to go up the list, oh man, I'm looking at Rainier, Crikey IPA, and Blue Moon. Rainier has the branding, but like this has that equaled. We talked about the logo at the top of the show, and it's fucking amazing. And this is clearly a better beer than Rainier, so it goes above that. Crikey IPA, I think we all agree we should we put it too high. We shot our water early. We did. So uh, I put it ahead of that. Blue Moon Mass Market. Kona, this is where I start to slow down. Um, I continue to have like a fond memory of Kona Longboard. I prefer lagers. So for me, I have this down at number five. Uh, Spotted Cow, Rodenbach Grand Cru, Deschutes, Swivelhead Red, Kona Longboard, and then Old Rasputin. What about you, Nick? Yeah, I don't mind that. You were scaring me with Rainier talk down that far. But um, I, I have no love for Deschutes, Swivelhead Red. <clears throat> okay. Like it was a fine beer in the moment, but... Um, Thinking about this and thinking about death and uh, and uh, dark. snow, the Russian and feelings. depression. Yeah, it makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So you 9% put it ahead of alcohol. So I could warm up to that. I, ooh, perhaps to fifty degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. I would warm yeah, up. From I think 51 I would to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. Uh, um. Good Lord in heaven, these rankings. <laughs> <laughs> this is people's favorite part of the show. They love it. I love it. You know what we can and do? It gives me ulcers. I, uh, the listener's second favorite part of the show is spontaneous ideas that may or may not come to light. Let's do it. So we've talked about for, now this might kill us. So we might need a lawyer present. We might need to hire Spencer on retainer for us. Um, as long as he drops the other lawsuit, we will consider it. We've talked about doing a power hour for a long time and we were going to pick a beer for a power hour what if we did some sort of power hour with 
like re-ranking a power hour ranking re-ranking extravaganza Ooh. Ooh. so we take every beer we think was misranked we re-drink okay. it in like an hour-long episode where we're doing a power hour and we re-rank it as we go and how many beers do you drink in a power hour is it 10 no five right one ounce per minute so it'd be six then or no, well, one ounce per minute. It's five. Twelve ounce. Yeah, okay, five, yeah. So we pick beers. five beers we think are okay. misranked, and we reshuffle the rankings with those. Listeners, chime in on uh, Instagram at Cold Cans Pod, uh, Snapchat, and Twitter at whatever the handle is, and tell us whether you think you want to see or listen to. Do you a want power a hour. you want a hashtag Power Hour redo, or ha- are you not not a fan? <laughs> hashtag Power Hour repoo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Looking at the shuffled up rankings, you're putting it ahead of Deschutes, Swivelhead, Red, and you're saying Spotted Cow, Rodenbach, and then this? Yeah, let's talk about it. Where did you have it? You had it below Kona? Yeah. But, I like, I don't know. When you put it there, something felt right. Ooh. <laughs> something felt very right. <laughs> We're getting right. back to that portion of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I got a boner. Oh, no. She didn't have to say it. Come on. I'm sorry, Your grandma mom. had just, yeah, your mom had just gotten comfortable again. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 I'm very comfortable with three as well. Okay. You see what I did there? I kind of came back to be the man on high to validate what you said. <laughs> you are the oracle on the mountain who will who will tell us all the right way to drink beer. Folks, that's what, what I'm here for good. in the in the cold cans ranking. Spencer, thank you for joining us and bringing yeah, this delicious beer to me. us. Uh, it was a pleasure as always, and we'll see you in court. <laughs> <laughs> The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 